Ready? Ready. Ready. Okay. Hello, our little our little freaks. Hello, freaks. Welcome to the friggin' show. Welcome to the friggin' show. A couple things I want to address. A couple <laughs> allegations <laughs> I want to address before before we even start this thing. Thank you. The last episode, you I'm sure you guys listened to it 30 minutes in and you thought, wow, I cannot stand Tamar. Because she is interrupting Katie this entire time. This bitch has a little confidence and now she has forgotten where she's come from. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make it abundantly clear that my Zoom that day was fucked and it was lagging constantly. So every time I'm quote unquote interrupting Katie, it's because it would lag and she was frozen and I thought she was done talking. I don't know how she was able to keep her cool that entire time recording. Kudos to her. <laughs> I'm used to I'm used to a lot of one-sided conversations. <laughs> it gave me listening back, it gave me unbelievable trust issues that at no point Katie was like, Hey, can you shut the fuck up? I was like, Oh damn, she would just let me do some horrid things publicly. <laughs> So not cool, Katie. <laughs> well, I mean, Zoom sucks. Uh, I mean, at least it's not. I've been trying to get on Microsoft Teams all week for these dumb interviews and shit. And at least it's not that. But I wasn't offended or worried. So I hope the freaks aren't either. Second thing I'd like to address is the allegations. No, the second thing I'd like to address. <laughs> I've been me too again. Okay. You guys keep me tooing me. How many times do I have to tell you you can't me too someone that doesn't care? <laughs> me too part two. Uh... <laughs> That's right, y'all. I'm attacking. Okay? <laughs> I'm literally just kidding. No one sound bite that. Please. <laughs> Please. I've got big things coming. Um, big things coming. I had, I don't know about, I had a lot of people this past two weeks, Miss Katie Hughes, um, who I don't even really know personally, coming up to me and telling me they are freaks of the pod. Oh, that's so exciting. Love so to that hear is, it. So shout out to all of those freaks. Thank you for doing that. Thanks, freaks. Um, yeah. So that was very cool. People that like we're not even besties with. That's awesome. Well, I mean, you did send me the video of someone at Noni's saying how much better you are than I am at <laughs> at everything, honestly, but including including but not limited to voices. Okay. Someone someone I want someone who is a freak of the pod, they came to Noni's to do a spot and he asked me to record it. To re- he asked he said, can you record my set for me? And I said, sure. And then I went because I always say yes. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I, I cannot do that when I'm hosting because I'm timing them and lighting them. So I said something. And then also it's always a pain in the ass to send them the footage. Every time I record someone, I'm always like, fuck, I have to like airdrop it to them. Or it, it takes a minute. Oh, you're so doing I was, it on your phone? Yes, on my phone. I said, do you want me to record it? On, well, and he was doing this because he wanted me to have, I think, the footage to send to you. Cause, oh, that's funny. It was a good yeah, Exactly. Because I was like, oh, let me do it on your phone. And he was like, no. <laughs> he was like, I need my phone up there for notes and I went okay well how do you want me to send it to you and he went just you'll see and then at that point I was like okay maybe he doesn't want me to send it to him so I recorded him and basically he he gives he gives our podcast a massive shout out at the end it was very fun 
Um, and without even thinking, I sent it to Katie. I was like, Katie's going to love this. And then I watched it back. <laughs> and, I was like, <laughs> and in the set, he does say, he goes, well, first of all, he thinks Katie is Jewish, which is incredible because he goes, I listen, to me. <laughs> I listen to this podcast. These two Jewish women talk about their moms. And then someone, two people were sitting next to me and they go, is Katie Jewish? <laughs> And I went, no, but she has talked a lot about whitefish. Has, is Katie Jewish and has never mentioned it on stage? Like, I'm just sitting here at home like, oh, man, if there's only something else I could write about. Uh. <laughs> if Katie was Jewish, she would start her sets with Shalom, my little freakazoids. Shalom Shabbat. It's a Friday. Hello. <laughs> do I do I sound too loud or do I sound good to you? No, I sound good. Um. And then he said, so that was hilarious. But then he said, did I say I that right? Or is it Shabbat Shalom? Did I get it wrong? You did say it wrong, but I, ah. I liked it. I like Shalom Shabbat. Shabbat, Shabbat. Shalom. Shalom I've been, Shabbat. I've been standing outside Larry David's house screaming that. No wonder he hasn't come out to greet me. <sighs> no wonder. And then he said that he liked, and I didn't realize this when I sent it to you. And then as soon as I sent it to you and watched it back, I was like, oh my God, did this devastate Katie? He says in it, he goes, I like both of them, but I like one of them more. And first, Well, also I thought he said, he, he said when I was in the moment, I thought he was saying he liked you more. And then when I watched it back, he was saying he liked me more. And I thought this is going to, if, if Katie's week has not gone well, this is going to devastate her. <laughs> it made me laugh because he was like, he, it kind of sounded like he was about to say me because he's like, she does all these voices. And I'm like, yeah. this is so weird that he's insulting Tamar at her mic. And then he started going and she does this one that goes 21, <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, I was in a, a I was in a Zoomies changing room yesterday and I heard that song <laughs> and I just I dropped down and I got my eagle on. Thank uh, you. In the Zoomies. <laughs> what did you buy from? I didn't know you had to go to a changing room to try on snapbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, Katie tries on hats completely naked. <laughs> Katie goes, let me just see how my tits and ass look in this snapback. Ooh. Uh, I bought some. Uh, so Carmen uh, Morales, friend of the pod, an actual freak friend in pod. real life, freak of the pod. Uh, I don't think she listens to the pod. Uh, freak Sorry. of the life. Freak <laughs> um, of the life. She invited me to go get my uh, picture made, and that is how I'm going to continue saying it because it's wrong. Um, <laughs> I went and got my picture made uh, by the guy who does like the photos at the comedy store because she like paid him to do headshots, and she's like, "You can bring a friend," and Aww. so she brought me. And then I had a full day long um, panic attack about what to wear, and so I just went to the Glendale Galleria. And spent way too much money at Zoomies. And let me guess, if I know Katie Hughes, let me guess what happened. Katie spent all day freaking about it. What do I wear? What do I wear? She goes to the store. She buys new things that she loves. A little different, a little spunky. She goes home. And then right before she goes to get her headshots, she's like, never mind. Same flannel I always wear. She, <laughs> she puts on her same shirt. She uses nothing of the new clothes. You're a quarter correct. What what did you have with there? So I didn't buy any new pants. Pants are done. We're done with pants. I'm I got all the pants I'll ever need for the rest of your life. The rest of my life through the apocalypse. These very thin pieces of denim. They're gonna make it. I mean, they're made well. So made well. The brand. Yeah, it's number one jeans. If any of our freaks want to send me some made well jeans, I'll take them. 
if any of our I'm gonna buy Katie. I know she's against them, but I'm just curious. I just want to see you in the biggest pair of pants. Let me. Katie's nodding her head. No. <laughs> Katie, <laughs> Katie, let me put you in the largest pair of pantalones. <laughs> I think I'm having um flashbacks to like eighth and ninth grade when those when Jinko jeans were around and I had all the big pants. I had f- me and big pants. We had our time. You'll feel cool. Okay. But you uh, do have very cute jeans. I mean, I don't want to interrupt the pod, but I, I should. I want to show you what I wore. Oh, I, I want to see it. So I took me everything in me not to say, do you have a picture? Yeah, obviously, I want to see what I you I don't wore. have a picture. I'll just go get it real quick and I'll okay. show it to you and we'll cut it out. Perfect. All right. And this is where the Olivia the Rodrigo dropped us. Katie one time I think we said this forever ago but when Katie and I were at Star Bar there's this man who does like caricatures <laughs> this is and, one of our like, first episodes yeah and he asked and I was peeking on mushrooms when this happened by the way because that was I was in my mushroom all the oh no I just broke a fucking nail are you fucking kidding me god damn it they lasted literally oh the texture of my nail underneath this press on is something out of a nightmare well that is just <laughs> awful <laughs> That is just, I look like the worst lesbian ever right now. I have <laughs> press-ons on every nail but my finger on my, except my, I look like I fuck dudes, but I only want to marry a woman. And that's why my ring finger is short. Well, that is horrific. But anyway. It feels oh like my... something out of a nightmare. <laughs> this is, ew, it, the texture of it feels. Can I tell okay. you, when I saw those stories, I was like. I don't usually turn sound on for a lot of people's stories. I'll turn them on for yours. Like, but I watched every one of them and had to go back and just was like, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) What Katie is referring to is. I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll say what you were referring to and then, okay. okay, Long story short, when we got our caricature done, (laughs) um, the man was like, we did it together and Katie had her hair up as she always does. And the guy said, put your hair down. And Katie went, oh, no, no, no. I like leaving it up. And he went, no, put it down. And she went, uh, I don't think so. And he went, trust me, it'll look better with it down. And he made her put her hair down for the kid. I just don't think he knew how to draw ponytails. He didn't know how to draw ponytails, but also he lacked the imagination to be like what would she look like with her hair down yeah he thought you were gonna put it down and it would be something insanely different than what it was he's like what if she puts it down and it's blue i look like ice spice i take it out of the the (laughs) hair tie and all of a sudden little orphan nanny here i go (laughs) but um katie's referring to so i was on a bachelorette trip this weekend so much fun and when i tell you it changed me i am trying to be the ultimate girly now i got home I bought eye masks because they all did eye masks every day like I'm just like they were just so fun like they were all so cool and fun and like girly like not girly like feminine girly like like the term like a girly do you know what I mean in the Uh, best way possible I I mean I nodded but I'm gonna need (laughs) (laughs) a girly a girly is like oh what is girly (laughs) a girly is like oh I do I do skincare and like I still have a good time, but I have like my big tumbler cup from Starbucks that I fill with my water. I have a Stanley cup. I do my little eye masks. I do like my serums. Do you know what I mean? I have all this skin. It's a lot of skincare stuff. Skincare girlies. Okay. But I got back and I've had these press on nails for literally since Thanksgiving and I have not put them on. 
and I originally bought them because I picked my cuticles. So I thought this would be good to not pick my cuticles. And I've never put them on before, but they looked easy to do on Instagram. And basically what ended up happening was nail glue is fucking insane. Like nail glue, I kept it kept saying like, if you get any on your eyelids, go to the hospital. And I was like, all right, how are you going to get a, and then I was doing it and I was like, oh, I could definitely get this on my eyelids. Like if I scratch my eye or oh. something. <laughs> like how would you <laughs> that's what i was thinking and then when i was doing it and i my hands were covered in glue so i got these nails on and the glue is everywhere and impossible to get off and i put on a lot of like look at my pinky nail that I one... put it on sideways so it looks <laughs> like i have a broken finger <laughs> that is that's giving optical illusion it really is giving <laughs> very scary but yeah, my hands were covered in this disgusting glue that would not come off for the life of me. And when I tell you I went to the bodega to try to get nail polish remover, they didn't have it. And they were just taking out harsh cleaners and being like, try this on your skin. <laughs> <laughs> that that also tickled me because I do love that bodega. And I just just imagine you like they have one of them holding your hand down and the other one's got like a Brillo pad and just <laughs> scrubbing, scrubbing the glue. <laughs> But I really cannot believe how quickly one just um, fell off. Well, uh, well, so well, well. Oh. I also am a chronicle or chronic cuticle picker. Cuticle picker. But what else would I do with my time? What else am I supposed to do with my hands? Let yeah. them sit in my lap? That's for chums. <laughs> That's for chums. <laughs> That's for maybe chums I'll, and bums. Maybe I'll just try to glue this back on, but I'm worried that's not good for my nail. I really cannot believe this came off. I put this on on Tuesday. That's not. They're Instagram nails, though. I mean, did I find them on Instagram? Yes. <laughs> if that's what you're asking. I get all defensive. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, Technically, they're Instagram nails. <laughs> Just like you're an Instagram person because I saw you on Instagram. I lost so many followers from those memes yesterday. <laughs> I was Katie. I was climbing climbing my my numbers up and then I lost like 15 followers from those. Are good because those people, if those people didn't like those memes, they are not gonna like your soul. That's true. Those things really were from my soul. Um, I could see you. Katie posted some memes you made yesterday on Instagram. And can I tell you how clearly in my brain I saw you making them and laughing so hard? <laughs> <laughs> like, I could see you losing your mind laughing as you were typing them up. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so Freaks of the Pod. I'm sure if you if you listen to this pod, I'm sure you follow us on Instagram. Else would you have heard of this? Yeah. Um. So thank you for for playing along yesterday. It was a very popular post, especially compared to my videos. It's got like twice as many likes as my videos usually get, which I don't know what that's saying. But the reason is I was following. I, okay, so I got <laughs> backstory. Uh, so I got suggested an account called Crazy Bitch Probs. <laughs> Because, you know, I'm a crazy bitch and I got probs. No, and right. the one that really sent me to the fucking moon was <laughs> was the one that said, <laughs> I'm going to show it to you tomorrow. And then you could you could explain it perhaps to the. OK. OK, great. Text I, me. OK, I'm going to just yeah, shoot it to you on Instagram. Uh <laughs> So this is the one that really sent me to the moon first. And then the second one that made me decide to do it was the. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, this meme says, "Ladies, just a reminder that there are better men. There are better looking men out there with an extra inch than the one who's playing games with you." And then a picture of who? Who is that? Taraji P. Henson. As though she said that quote. <laughs> Taraji P. Henson did not like <laughs> when she had a press junket, and they're like, "Okay, Taraji, we love the new movie, but we have a question." <laughs> I will say so I again and they're this all goes, so deep fried like they're all so screenshotted and resized and just you're right you are completely right as to how I was reacting to them it was funny to also imagine you writing because a lot of the memes you made are so sexually explicit <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, and, that's how you know I didn't write any of them you didn't write any of these I didn't write any of them I just put <laughs> the picture of the woman underneath crazy bitch probs oh i thought you wrote these i've never i've never had these thoughts in my life like i thought you i thought you literally wrote i gagged and he said is it too big no it stinks <laughs> that sounds like something you would say if i'm gonna be this honest this made me laugh because i go no it stinks <laughs> but the one the one that really got me was this one and chris i kept showing them to chris i'm like what does this mean her bitch you're fat me that's because every time i fuck yo man we go get pizza and chris goes why why do they keep talking to each other great question chris because and i, I my i was just imagining it being my mom <laughs> and I go home to visit and she goes, bitch, you're fat. And I go, that's because every time I fuck your man, he takes me out for pizza. And she goes, your what? dad. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm sorry if anybody thought I wrote them. I just I thought because they were memes, they would be assumed that I did not write the top part, that I just put the bottom part on there. So where did you get the top part? Crazy bitch probs. And then you just put a new photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could just really, I could see you in my head so clearly just laughing your little ass off putting them together. I mean, there was some relatability to all of them, you know. Yeah. Self-care is the over. That was very popular. The one about ladies, um, fuck a heartache. You ever lost your nut because he switched up his licks? Absolutely, <laughs> we all have. Who is that with DJ Khaled in that photo? That's Ariana Huffington, the founder of <laughs> Huffington Post. <laughs> that is very funny. I showed um, these to Brett and he was like, I don't know who any of these people are. Maybe that's... No, I still think it's good, even if you don't know who it is. No, um, they're no, Katie, they're great. Don't get me wrong. They are great. This one got shared by, you remember we had our talk about why wouldn't you pay for Viagra? Oh, yeah. This got shared by my friend who. <laughs> I hate a suck my dick to get me hard ass dude. Listen here, gummy worm. Listen here, also, gummy worm. Gummy worm. <laughs> also, I was impressed with the, the use of emojis when I thought you wrote them. I was like, wow, Katie's really using emojis. That's and really that impressed me. Did I ever tell you about the time? So I've made I've made amends with all of my exes. I don't know how how it's happened, but I'm just such a, a blessed person. <laughs> You're um, so good. But sometimes, like you know, they'll like message me on Instagram or whatever, and we'll just be chatting. And one of them told Aww. me that I text like a 25 year old. 
And I was like, yes, because I used that too is... many because I used too many emojis. But if you use too many emojis, then you text like a grandma because my grandma uses so many emojis. Oh, I don't use I don't I guess I don't use too many. I got use... my ex-boyfriend, who's my same age, gave me a compliment because I'm assuming that's the the age of the women he likes currently and still. <laughs> um <laughs> But I wanted to write a joke about it where I'm like, uh, you know, my ex-boyfriend said I text like a 25-year-old, um, which is great because I've been catfishing him. Uh, <laughs> I think I text like a very old person because I don't know why my words always get fucked up. It's always my texts are half gibberish half the time. I, think, the I think you text like a cool Zoomer. <laughs> thank you very much that's and by text katie's just referring to the venmo request i sent her constantly <laughs> please <laughs> spot me 15 money for dipping dots again <laughs> um speaking it's funny you mentioned your exes you whore because i asked for um because i was talking to your ex no we got a well congratulations asked, for you <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're either gonna have to move to New Jersey or Waynesville, <laughs> North Carolina. So God bless you. <laughs> I would do anything for love. Um, we got questions. I asked Freaks of the Pod for questions. We got a lot of questions, yes. and I just took a screenshot of this one because I thought it was funny. It's not really a question, but it's funny you said that because one of the questions we got was just name all your exes. <laughs> 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 hilarious that's probably good. not gonna do that but hilarious that's I mean, a I, good one isn't that good you know what's fun me and my friends in college we used to name the people you know this is sounds off but we used to just no not let me rephrase that one time me and a couple girlfriends were walking and some of them was listing the names of the people they slept with and it was i'm we're not doing that but i'm saying it was funny just to hear like out of just like brian laundry sorry brian no not him. brian laundry just <laughs> i hearing, fucked my laundry just hearing i was just i was thinking brian brian landry came to my mind because i said brian but just hearing the group of names together being like god you only fuck people whose names are kind of like philip and brian like there was no forest in yours you know does that make sense yes yeah uh like i mean Considering half of mine are named Adam, I think that's. <laughs> you love Adam, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Katie Hughes. Katie Hughes. That was what that person also. Oh, also, I forgot to mention <laughs> that this. one. The, the person who talked about the friggin' show during his set, he also, the biggest reason why he said he liked me more than you was because my house did not get shot up. Yeah, I didn't understand that. <laughs> I um, did. You did? Okay. I... I didn't get it. I feel like that should garner me a lot of sympathy. Because I have a very <laughs> hard, bad life. But um, what are you going to do? I get what it are sometimes. you going to do? <laughs> sometimes you're like, God, just not another thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. Should I be scared to try new bits out here? I'm very scared. What are you scared of? To be silly. Because it's... It, okay, here's my thing. And I know this is very wildly changing topics, I guess. 
not really, but uh, that's the show, baby. That that is the show. That's um, the freaking show, baby. <laughs> like you know, when you're at like the skull and everybody's there, and they're like, "Yeah, you should do that silly walk on stage," and you go do it, <laughs> and it doesn't work, but at least you feel good about doing it. Mm-hmm. Like here, there's nobody like egging me on to be like, "Yeah, you should do that weird fucking thing." Mm-hmm. And I think I need that. So yeah. I mean, maybe you'll get that from starting to do it because people don't know you're a fucking freak unless you are a fucking freak in front of them. That's true. And I don't really ugh, I don't like I don't like most people, but <laughs> I realized last night like how like I have I have a very quick like I don't like this man radar. Uh-huh. And once it goes off, I'm just like, no, that's it for you. That's, that's it. not a bad. That's not a bad quality. But, like, I don't know what it, like, I think it's, like, body posture. Like, there's so many things about, like, men where they'll be, like, you'll be sitting down. They'll be standing over you talking to you. I'm, like, you're out. (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. Uh, Like, this one guy, and he's just trying to make a connection. Because I did hear this about that, is that when new girls get to L.A., they get snatched up real quick. Not, like, not, like, sex trafficked. Like, I'm going to the Atlanta Underground Comedy Theater. More uh-huh. like, <laughs> more like, oh, she's new. I haven't, nobody's dated her yet. You know what yeah. I mean? She's like practically a virgin. Yes. Yes. I've got, I've regained my, I've got my California virginity. Are you feeling, okay. are people trying to date you? Uh, I had one incident and I could tell you about this off the pod, who yes. it was. Oh Actually, God, I, yes. I don't think I ever sent you messages about like the other things that I said I was going to tell you the names of people. Oh, but yeah, I, I need all the names. So I, there's there's a somebody who's very friendly and they're very just, nice. Just message it to me. We did okay. that last time. Okay. Uh, and then they asked me to like go get coffee, and I'm just like, okay, we aren't friends. You're not like my writing partner. Yeah. So coffee is not coffee. Am I right? Am I wrong? Dude, I don't know. I think that's honestly one of the toughest parts about being a woman is probably probably above rape. Um, no, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I just I realized what I said. It's not one of the toughest parts. It's like about being rape, a woman. shopping, and then <laughs> unwanted male attention, which should go in the first category. I think the toughest part is like is also being someone that and it's also living in a new place like you want friendships or like to foster those friendships. I think it's the getting in your head of like um here's someone of a different gender of me asking me to go spend quality time together and I probably like you probably wouldn't think anything of it if it was another woman or like a, a not a male asking you right but because it's a male you're in your head of like oh well is this just a platonic thing why can't it be a platonic thing am I being weird by thinking it's more than that like am I being crazy by thinking it could be more or am I being crazy by saying no to it because it's... Yeah, because you're supposed to like network and be friendly and this yeah. and that. But here's the thing is that if I knew them before coming here, I mm-hmm. wouldn't have. Like I ran into somebody else who lives in my neighborhood, like there's so many comics that live in Glendale. Um, Hold on, I'm just going to. I sent it on Instagram. Sorry. Thank, thank you. <gasps> oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh my god, it's my dad. <laughs> Katie just sent me my dad. Um very friendly, 
you know, I'm sure that networking is the goal. But like I saw another friend who like I knew like from like quarantine being on like Zoom shows and stuff. That's somebody I would go, okay, I'll go to get coffee with you because we already know each other. Mm, I understand. But it, but are they just trying to get to know you? That's the thing. It's like I don't did like they the see other your... per- didn't ask. Like they weren't yeah. like, let's go get coffee. But I was like, oh, you live you live in Glendale too. That's great. Like did okay. they see your comedy and they were like, oh, she's funny. She's from Atlanta. I've been to Atlanta. Like no, get connection. No, you don't think so. I think it's just like uh, location based friendships are popular here. Mm. You that's know what Carmen said do? she said okay. location-based friend like people want to be friends with people they don't have to drive to see I, went, I relate to fair. that that's fair <laughs> I relate to that a lot you know what you should do hmm. if I were you I would one just get married or not get married and just wear a wedding ring on your left hand that's such a good idea because that way it's kind of because I have a hard time of like I just I have been told before that I'm like blind to someone, but I also just think like, well, what's if, if you're talking to someone and there's an attraction, that's okay. You can keep talking to them. So like, what's the, why well, make a big deal out of it? But I think just having like, an, like a wedding ring on or whatever, it's like, okay, now they know you are in a relationship, like you are married, you know, or you're in a relationship. So, and you don't have to be like, Hey, do you want to get coffee? I have a boyfriend, you know, like, it's just like, it's pretty. <laughs> that was the thing where it's like, you can't say that. Like, I'm, I'm a grown woman. I'm not like my boyfriend lives in Canada. Do you know what I mean? But like, I yeah. do have a boyfriend. Yeah. I'm, sh- I, I'm sure I mentioned him, but also like, if I want to hang out with a guy, like, why wouldn't I hang out with Chris? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's part of a, a new friend. Yeah. But it's like men, you know. Men I mean, bad. I have a lot of incredible male friends, but my favorite man is definitely Zach and my dad and yeah. Brett. Right. And so it's no like offense to all of my male friends. I love you guys. Right. I, yeah. I think the same thing where it's like, if, you know, I go hang out with Fosky, go hang out with all my yeah. guy friends in Atlanta. But it's like, I think there's like the unknown of like, what is this? Is this going to be more difficult to turn down later? Hmm not turned down where it's like turned you know what I mean but like have to yeah. be like I gotta explain something to you now and then <laughs> well, it's just weird what's the risk of just getting coffee and then seeing what well, I also up? didn't want to oh okay well but Matt <laughs> <laughs> oh well then perfect that was the other thing it was like I got coffee at home I don't have money to be spended on in the world and also like I really always doubt my capability of continuing a conversation <laughs> with someone and so I'm like I, I go why would you want to hang out with me is really oh my god Katie people think you're so cool you put off it's so interesting to hear how people think they're perceived or it's so interesting like in my mind how I perceive people versus how I perceive myself because I see when I see like a woman or a girl and I'm not talking about you here but I'm talking about like like this is what I think of when I see a woman like grabbing coffee at the store and she has like her hair up and like she's wearing a t-shirt like it looks like she just got out of bed and again I'm like wow that girl's so cool and chill and then when I'm running to the store and that same thing I'm like oh my god I look like I just rolled out of bed but I think it's so cool on someone I think like wow they're so chill and cool with themselves I think that too I see people and I go we aren't so different you and I (laughs) Uh, I think I just have like a lot of anxiety about like I guess it's like probably a control issue where it's like, okay, well, how long is it going to last? 
what <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Absolutely. It's really weird. I give myself if I'm nervous about hanging out with someone and like we're going to run out of steam of what to talk about. I usually give myself an out. I'm like, I can hang out at this time. I can hang out at 12, but I have an appointment at two. Okay. Like I'll give myself like, so I know for a fact it'll at the most be an hour and a half. I like that. Okay. Or I have plans at this time. I can hang out for an hour. Because coffee, it's like, it's hard to just, it's it's hard to get out of those unless you know them really well without like an out. Yeah. And luckily, though I didn't have a job, I was looking desperately. So it was like, I was like, oh, I have to work. And I was yeah. working on something. But I think, yeah, I think just like a, I think a continued hang from like, we went, uh, like, let's say, like, you're at a show. Does everybody want to go get coffee? I think that's more something I would say yes to, even if there was not an end time in sight, because me leaving wouldn't end the it for everybody. Yeah. That's more natural, too. We were all here doing something. Let's all go get a soda or something. A pop, if you will. Let's go get a pop. Um, It's interesting to hear you say, like, you, like, someone stands over you and you're like that's a no for me and it stays like a, I think that's how I am but I think the difference between is I'm very like I I let people grow on me I, I I like I love a little redemption arc there's like a couple people here that I'm like I thought like oh I do not like this person and now I'm like I like like that person had a full-on redemption arc for me and not even interacting with me just like from me observing them and <laughs> Oh, I definitely had that too. I would say one of, and I won't mention their name, but one of the redemption arcs was due to you. And then also their downfall was because they were rude to you and mean and cruel and awful. And so then I said, fuck them. And I can't believe when people put them on their fucking Instagram because they just, what, hypothetically graduated from college. Fuck them. Anyway, <laughs> okay. I'm just, I said hypothetically, allegedly, your honor. Okay, team. Your you. honor. Your honor. honor. Can this be the clip? Your honor. Your honor. <laughs> it really made me so mad for a full Tuesday. Aw, Katie. You have to know. Okay, wait. Katie just sent me who that is, too. Oh, my God. It's my dad again. Katie. <laughs> Katie, stop sending me my dad's Instagram profile. It's my um, dad. Oh, I'm, before we I've have to cut, on. I had one more uh, example. Was I was telling Carmen this. And she goes, oh, yeah, uh, this other guy kind of thought you were cute for a minute. I thought I told you that. I went, you did, but we look alike. And so I didn't take it seriously because we both, if we had babies, it would look like Steve Buscemi. I like that. I am typically (laughs) attracted to people. I think that look, or I'm like, when I was in college, my good friend Gabby, who like one of my best friends whose bachelorette party I just went to. She was like one of my best friends ever in college. And I was dating someone that looked exactly like her, like exactly like a male version of her. Like they had the same haircut and everything. And it's funny now that we're so close because you and Zach have gotten a lot that you guys look like you could be siblings. That is true. Or mother and son. (laughs) There's a little age gap. Zach also gets all the time that he looks like blonde women (laughs) celebrities. And got yourself do, a little Tilda Swinton there, huh? He looks like, and I do not mind it one bit. So that is also not funny at that all. you you maybe look like my boyfriend a little. I'll send you the guy that I'm talking about. That and it's just the eyes. It's all in the eyes. Look but at when, you. How does this make you feel being the hot new? The this hot is old. New, this is old news. Okay, 
I just heard about it recently. Um, but I think uh, sleep is one of them. What? Yeah, I think Chris would like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Chris get me out of his hair. Career. Get me out of his hair. Um, one time, and this is my uh, apartment in Chicago that are like second cousin twice removed rented us. He walked in one time because he's coming to fix something and he saw Chris and he thought it was Cody. And they go. We got cut off at the most climatic part of your story. I know. Okay. So my, my, his name was, his name was also Chris, but it was Chris, like spelled like Christ, but it was pronounced Chris. Oh, um, sorry. He, was our, he was our landlord and he walked in and he, he sees Chris, my boyfriend, but he thought it was Cody, my brother. And then when I told him, I was like, no, it's my boyfriend. He goes, you people are sick. <laughs> <laughs> you people are sick. <laughs> That's hilarious. Good for you. I would I would have been like, yep, this is my brother. Then I would have straddled him and gave him tongue. I'm giving him tongue. I'm giving him tongue. Big Honey, slime it's in the serving house. tongue. Honey, it's serving tongue. <laughs> On a platter. Owie. Ooh. Have you made any new um LA friends? I did. What's well... the friend update? Okay. No one here is as cool as you, so it's very hard. Uh, thank you I, uh, nobody's mm, there's no tamars here uh i told her to say this <laughs> which is crazy because I, mean, I know they're <laughs> i know you've seen my shirt on different people thousands of times since you've been there i've seen your haircut so much i'm like should i get that haircut <laughs> you should get that haircut i've seen it more here than in a noni's open mic <laughs> <laughs> you should get a shag it'd look cute uh i'm, st- I'm just i uh I wore my hair down yesterday and that is we're working on it. We're we're working it on good it all. down. Thank you. So, it has so much volume. Well, I mean, thank God for Laura Austin at Salon Nine and Three Quarters. I knew you were gonna say that. I I knew you knew this... I was gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. Um so uh okay, so I will say I haven't made like let's say new friends, but it is nice to see people that I know, and they are always very excited to see me, which feels good. It feels the opposite of a man standing over me. <laughs> Katie cannot get over this man. <laughs> I can't. Also, he had this voice that was like. That's tough. Uh, uh, that's tough. It was like southern gravelly, like a voice I would love to do on stage, mm. but I he didn't want to listen to it. He was cute. Like, he was like handsome. Sam Elliott. Like, yeah, Sam Elliott's grandson. Ooh, all right. Sorry, he could I'll do send anything. You, I don't. Let me see if I can send find his profile. Him. I'll send, send you his profile. I'm sending Tamar so many <laughs> mid white men right now. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God, if it's my dad again, don't ever describe my dad as mid again. Your dad's not mid at all. Your daddy is a cool daddy. Um, I knew you would say that because you want to fuck Jim Gaffigan. Wasn't that great? Could you believe? That we made no. that happen. The friggin' Daily. show <laughs> made Jerry Seinfeld and Jim Gavigan. 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 Is it Gaffigan? Is Gaffigan. It ca- Gaffigan. You should know. It's going to be your last name. <laughs> Catherine Ashley Gaffigan. <laughs> They're going on tour together, and we manifested that, and we already bought our tickets, and we are going to slide right out of those seats. I'm going to sl- s- serve Baby, I'm sliding. <laughs> All right, looking at these pictures, not as cute in the picture. He like he's, he's fine. He's symmetrical. 
That's okay. classic. They're never as cute in the pictures. Let's see. But I mean, you can just tell by the the smirk how much I would enjoy this. Let's see. Oh, he's handsome. Yeah. Oh my god, he's very handsome. And yet, I was unmoved. I do not like this. Um, this outfit is giving Tom Sandoval though. Do you know who, who Tom Sandoval how is? How dare he cheat on his wife with her best friend in their home while the dogs were there? Katie, how did you know all that? Because I went to a <laughs> I went to a female lady comedy show and there was a lot of Vanderpump talk. That rocks. I'm proud of you. Oh, it's not his wife though, it's his nine year lifelong girlfriend slash partner. Life partner. Shit, I was close. That, pretty good. And her what best was, friend. What was her name? Her best friend. You got it. You got it. It's on the tip of your tongue. I can see it. Starts with a V. No, that's v? the name of the show. Vanderpump. No, <laughs> her name was. He is the start was, of my name tomorrow. Her name was TT Vanderpump. <laughs> um, Lorraine. No, I don't know. Raquel. Raquel. Nobody said the word Raquel. That is well because they say Rachel because her real name is Rachel. They might have said Rachel. Yeah. Well, I'm very proud of you. That was good. Thank you. This is how much I pay attention to comedy shows that I'm not on. Because I, I fully always w- watch. Because when I said Tom Sandoval, I totally thought, now I have to explain to Katie who Tom Sandoval is. But that was... And it's called a Scandoval. Katie, yeah. Look at me. Um, so that was who I was going to say. I went to Mermaid Comedy Hour at the Hollywood Improv Valerie Tossi. Valerie Tossi. Amazing. And Jolene Lunsner. So funny. And then there's another girl who runs it. And I think her name's Carrie Assad. I don't want to get that wrong. She was really funny too, but like I didn't know her. So like she didn't go, oh, yeah. hello. Um, yeah. But I enjoyed her set a lot. And um, they're great. It was so cool because when they got off stage, like I have been not recognized by people who have known me for years. Like when I got <laughs> glasses, Alex Libby walked by me. <laughs> and then like an hour later, it was like, oh, <laughs> it's you. So, like, I get That's it. so funny. I would not be offended <laughs> if like, someone did not recognize me. Of course. But they both did, and I got hugs, and they were so sweet to me, and they were like, oh, we should have you on the show. And then Valerie Tazi gave me, like, a little connect for a copywriting gig that I got today. Oh, you got it? Yeah, it's a part-time, but it's not. It's, yeah. Katie Hughes, Mazel tub. That's amazing. That's great. <laughs> Fuck yes. There she is. Let me see those big muscles. <laughs> <laughs> this is freaking me out i'm not even on drugs it's, but i don't it's like scaring it. me too but i like to be a little you look like um, a rotisserie chicken yeah. valerie uh, is amazing she's God hilarious her. and so fucking nice she was great and then jolene was really really fun she had some also great joke about how her like three-year-old niece like roasted her for having an apartment and it was very funny <laughs> that's so funny but they were really great and nice. So, like, I guess that's what I'm saying is, like, you know, no no new friends, to quote Drake, but um, uh, old old friends, it's nice to see them. And sounds, that's great. Yeah. Maybe those old friends will become new old, 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 old friends, current, present friends. Current, present friends. <sighs> and then that if you go to the to comedy it. store, like, you'll just see somebody that you know, like, every time, which makes it a lot more comfortable to be, like, Oh, at least I had a conversation with a human who knows I'm funny as opposed yes. to just like walking around and being lost. Um, but I got to do a five minute set there, which went okay. 
I think I just need to figure out like I don't know. It feels like being the new kid again where you're like just got to get your like bearings or whatever. Yeah, I mean I've heard moving and doing comedy in a new place is like everyone I've talked to who's moved to Atlanta from somewhere they're like and it, not that this will be the same but like yeah, it took a year to figure out what was what was what here. Also, you didn't really do a lot of 5 minute sets for the past how many years? I hate 5 minutes. I hate like, 8 you, minutes. I want like 20 minutes minimum. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, that's what you're used to. So confining that, like, that makes sense. There's an adjustment period. Yeah, because it's like, what do, what's going to hit in five minutes? And, like, most of the jokes will, like, work. Um, and some of them will get a big pop. But it's always, like, a surprise to be like, oh, this worked last time. And it doesn't work this time in the same room because it is such a different audience. Mm. But the Rose Bat little audience was decent. I mean, I did, it's like, a lot of the shows here, they have like a cold open, which is very interesting oh, where they'll awesome. have like, I know, where they'll have like three comics do some time and then the real show starts. So basically you're like, huh. you're you're the equivalent of making announcements, but you've crafted jokes for years and years and that's what you're <laughs> doing. That's tough that you're warming them up, but you're not hosting. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's like, I, you know, maybe it'll make me a stronger human being. I'm sure you're learning, like, I'm sure you're learning new things from having to do the new, like, having new obstacles. Yeah. It's weird, because, yeah, I, I don't feel like I've had calm, I mean, I've had nonstop life obstacles for six months, but <laughs> I don't feel like I've had comedy obstacles in a really long time, so I guess that is something yeah. to, like, get used to. I mean, you've been big fish for a while, which is good, but then it's, like, it's good, it's good for artistically, I feel like, to be no, I mean, you'll be big fish soon. You are, but you are big fish no matter where you go because you're just a big fucking fish. I'm big fish. But it's good to, it's <laughs> probably good for like the brain and everything to have new, to have new, um, like what's it called? Requirements. Mm -hmm. Like, and then you'll, I mean, you'll obviously adjust. You're doing it now. Probably subconsciously right now. adjusting every single time you go on stage. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, pay attention to what other people are doing, which is what my advice would be to other people, like, when, you know, at Noni's is like, hey, did you see everybody else took the mic out of the stand and the cord fell out every time? <laughs> Maybe you should have paid attention and not done that. Uh, so, like, I, uh, I always try to pay attention to that, like, uh, but yeah, I had one outdoor show last night. No, I had two outdoor shows last night, and they, one was, like, in Long Beach, and one was in... <gasps> You're fucking kidding me. You had a show in Long Beach and you didn't tell my goddamn parents. I did. I made an announcement oh. on the, the pod. I'm so sorry. I freaked out. That's okay. I was born in Long Beach. Are your parents close to Culver City? You were mm. born in Long Beach? I was born in Long Beach. I grew up there for a little bit. It was at a place called Bamboo Club. Oh, I saw that. I saw you posted that. Yeah. So it was That's up. very cool. How was it? Um, It was good. I That was the thing. I was like, I wanted to do crowd work. Because there's these two, and it's like such an old joke, but I was like, I was like, maybe I could, you know, or an old reference. There's two women there who both look like Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> and I just wanted to be like, oh, thanks for, you know, taking taking the night off from ripping up pictures of the Pope or something, you know, ripping up pictures of the Pope reference. And then I was just like, don't do it. Because, you know, what if nobody knows the reference? So I just did my act. And it's weird because like you'll hear laughter maybe not as much as you want and then you'll hear people be like she's funny they don't yep. talk like that 
you'll just be like she's weird like or like that's crazy and then you're like i guess you like it you're paying attention but there's not like big swells of laughter but i feel like probably people out here are a little like stoned and also probably like jaded from how much comedy they get to see they are high that is something they are very high especially in long beach yeah and so like you know i'll just be like okay well i'm just as high as y'all so just put on a good show and that's the thing it's like if i hear the other comics laughing and not in a mean way not in the way i would laugh at people then i'm like (laughs) this is fine um and then i went to the second show which was in west la and i got there right in time i made it good it was like so far apart man i was when you said that i went (sighs) fuck i cannot believe you did two shows like that that is crazy i didn't at least an hour right it was so far away it was like i went from eagle rock to long beach which was like it's 25 miles it took 75 minutes Mm -hmm. and then i went from long beach to west la and that took about 35 minutes and i did find free parking which really helped because then i just ran in um but that one i was a little looser because i'd already done a set and so like it felt better and it felt more like I could see the I don't usually like seeing the people but I felt better like oh I can see y'all even though we're still outside I like seeing the people yeah and um I mean all the comics have been very nice and there's a man there who after my set he was like oh turn your rape into our murders that's such a good line and I was like oh thank you and he goes that's probably not what you want to hear some strange man saying that back to you and i went as long as long as you like it and it's that self-awareness and he was seated when he said it so I, I just... <laughs> everyone listening to this now every man listening to this will never talk to either of us while they're standing <laughs> i hope they don't if we're not both standing don't stand over me <laughs> like isn't that crazy to be like and it was from behind that's scary i don't that's like that scary. that's scary that's like much. that's some animal instinct where you're like there's a man behind me going where are you from i i think sometimes i just lack a spatial awareness of like not not that i don't know personal space but i just i think i'm too comfortable sometimes so i could see myself doing a similar thing of just completely standing over someone that's the thing women aren't women are exempt from this rule oh you don't think i'm scary i can no. be scary <laughs> I can oh you go oh, you give me a second I can be scary you haven't seen me on the rag <laughs> you ain't seen me on the rag get me on my rag you don't want me standing anywhere near you bitch. Uh, I'm in my rag era <laughs> I'm in my terrible twos <laughs> Zach and I have been saying that that's I've so been going funny. I'm in my terrible and yesterday he said I'm in my horny threes I said never <laughs> say that again <laughs> who are you Elmo Call absolutely back. call back throw back to when i thought i didn't know elma was a child <laughs> should we take some questions Catherine? yes please all right let's see i took i i saved a lot of them everyone thank you guys so much for asking us questions um thank you also, guys so much although i will say i'm not yeah. putting out I, and this might be news to you too I'm not putting out a best of episode when people have two <laughs> suggestions for us because that's going to be 10 minutes. I wanted it to be crowdsourced so that it could be like, oh, these are people. <laughs> and I'm mad at our audience right now. Yeah, you're pissed right now. 
Katie's fuming, guys. I was I was a little worried that you would be bad at me that I hadn't made it. And then I was like, Tamar doesn't care. I'm so mad at you for unrelated things. And I'm not telling you. No! Uh, <laughs> but like two people, and God bless you, two or three you. people who gave us suggestions. But I was like, oh, this will be great because it's like people who like this show, what would make someone else want to listen to it? Mm. And I guess that was too much work. <laughs> come on guys we're not asking you to clock in we're just asking you to take 30 to 45 minutes of your day listen back no! to all of the episodes no not more, even we had, that we had more than two or three comments right did we yes we had a few things oh, there were some i'm general... sorry everybody <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry everybody. <laughs> maybe, I'm, maybe, maybe i'm wrong let's see someone we had we have 12 comments on this no yes okay maybe i stopped looking at it how to beat the algorithm a compilation of us talking about whitefish the way i say kt hughes 21 can you do something for me me doing all my wacky voices dog teeth christmas um, oh people pink, put more on here okay pink chew when katie asked if taylor swift was american idol send pick on empire promo so there's it's a lot of work, though, to go through and find how many times we talk about whitefish and how many times I do. We do silly voices and the algorithm. I wish you could just F, command F algorithm for it. Well, I can. Here's what I can do. Is What can you do? Something for me. Something um, for me. Uh, if I have the audio, I can put it into, and this is very boring. Sorry, but I can put it into Premiere and then I can have it transcribe and I can just search whitefish. That's great. Perfect. And I can do that. So now that I, I really thought nobody commented on it because I just looked like the week of, and we it was like through that. I know. Sorry. No, it's okay. I think you have to apologize to my listeners. Freaks, I'm so sorry. I have uh, been under a great deal of stress, Katie's and the last thing I wanted was to disappoint you by putting together a <laughs> best of episode where nobody thought we had any best of clips. <laughs> So now, okay, okay, now I feel rejuvenated. Also, I got a job today, and now that, with my ADHD brain, makes me go, I could do anything else. Yay! I'm so happy for you. the job. Thank you. Perfect. Katie, if Katie's going to do her job how she does it best, she is not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. She's not going to do it. She's going to do it. She's going to do what takes everyone else eight hours. She's going to do it in one hour flat, and she'll be rewarded. (laughs) It's Sorry, only part time, but okay. So, unfortunately, everything this. works out for us. Okay, perfect. I will do this. Now, let's answer some questions. Right. We got a large variety of questions. I'm going to start us off with like a softball one. Okay. Because some of them are pretty, pretty deep. They're they're good questions though. Um. So we'll start us off with a softball one, which I thought was I I was like, oh, I wonder what Katie th- is going to say. Sorry, I just burped into the microphone. Okay. What are your thoughts on prop comedy? As a prop comedian. <laughs> yeah, those props are those tickle bitties. Oh, my God. Oh, I can hardly her. pick them up. Oh, oh, my God. You're back. Careful. My- you're back. Um, I do use a prop on stage. I use my um little keychain thing. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with prop comedy. I think that the for me, when I use something on stage, like if it's not like a fully written bit, like the keychain bit. I already have my keys on me. It doesn't feel unnatural to have them on stage. But the idea of hauling something from show to show, mm. 
it's it's unsustainable for me so like if I ever do a prop comedy thing like I remember back in the day uh like when I was doing comedy in Asheville like I don't know 10 years ago or whatever I found this huge stack of like magazines at the library and it, they might have been like Christian magazines or something but like I just went through them and found like the funniest parts and then that night I did a bit and then I never did it again that's fun I really relate to if it's not easy to take with me I'm not gonna take it like if I have a little phone tripod that fits in my fanny pack and it's like if I didn't like I would never film my sets without that the camera I'll bring the camera to like something that might be nicer mm. that I'll want a higher quality but besides not bringing the camera to every single show oh um, I've stopped bringing the camera to most shows around here it's a lot it's a lot um, I, my favorite prop, the thing I like about my, I love prop comedy. I just like weird shit. And I love Shelly Gruenberg is my favorite comedian that uses props. And she is hilarious. Cause she will wear, like, she has this thing where she goes, she calls herself the rattlesnake. And she goes, <laughs> cause you know, when I'm going to bite you. And then she shakes her chest and there's a, <laughs> and, it, and it makes a rattlesnake noise. Cause she has kept an egg, an egg that shakes in her chest for however long the show or Mike has been. <laughs> No, I haven't seen that bit. That's really good. It's so funny. Um, she has a to lot me, of funny. That's not even a prop. That's like special effects. She takes it out though, and she goes, "Yes, I've kept this egg between my cleavage this entire <laughs> open mic. <laughs> this Shelly's, entire open mic." Shelly's so fun to watch, and like things like that are so fun because it reminds me, like, oh, I can do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. Like, I think sometimes we think like, uh or me, I'll speak for myself. I think like, oh, I got to follow these. I'm like, oh yeah, I can be outside the box. And like, if I find something silly and funny, like take that, take that to the stage. So I have nothing against prop comedy. Me neither. Unless and I it's think like it's, bad. Like if it's unless not funny. It's bad. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous when people shit on it. They're like, oh, it's so hacked. Da, 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 and then they, they go on stage and they're like, so I was my dick the other day. It's like, you're allowed to talk about your dick. Someone's allowed to have props. You're allowed to do whatever you want. Like nothing's really original. There's just like original takes, I feel like. Yeah, I will say like the one thing, and I don't even know if this is a prop so much as like a costume, is like when somebody wears something deliberately awful on stage, all like not like me being like, oh, I wear flannel. Cause like if I'm not wearing flannel, the joke still works. Yeah. But like somebody who like wears the Hawaiian shirt and they're like, did I just get back from a luau? It's like, did you? <laughs> did you? I don't the think. One, the one thing too I find when I watch people do props is I think, did you have to use the prop? If you didn't need to use the prop, don't use it. Like I feel this way a lot with signs. When people have signs and it has something written on the sign, all the time I'm always like, you could have just said that without the sign. Like if the sign just says what you're saying, I feel like that just kind of slows down the momentum. Every time I've seen a lot of different people incorporate signs into their sets. If you're not drawing or something, it's just kind of what you're saying. I'm always like, you could have just said you could have you didn't really need the sign. Yeah. It's just giving yourself more stuff to pick it up and put it down. And I've seen some. Well, I was going to tell two stories or two little anecdotes, but I've seen some shit at the open mic at the skull where there was <laughs> there's one guy who dresses up. And the week I was there, I think he dressed up as a chef and he had a big like pizza oven stick thing. Incredible. And it was like, what is that for? <laughs> I don't even know if it was part of his act or if it was just like part of his costume. Uh, but my favorite prop I've ever seen was this guy. His name was uh, 
I think his name's Will Kelly. He's a, he's a comic in Greenville. So if you're listening, hello. This is one I of the funniest. Th- you do? Yeah. So Chris and I still talk about this all the time. He is doing he's doing prop comedy and he had he had his picture. And let's just pretend this is the picture. Is he on stage, far away from the audience, on stage? And this is how small the picture was. <laughs> it's very tiny. It's so tiny. And it was like it was the funniest thing because it was like it wasn't intentionally like I think he that's thought cool. oh they could see this and we and I we still talk about it and I love it that's very funny yeah it was good um but yeah I think that is I, I agree with that if you don't need the prop why bring it yeah yeah and I, I can do work. I can do the keychain bit without the keychain it works better than you do yeah that's all I'm saying okay here's a here's another one comedy comedy question What's the biggest risk you've taken in comedy? Was it worth it? Example, changing styles, starting in general, a dicey joke slash premise, moving to a new city, being a woman, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Um, I'll let you, you can go first if you want to. Let's see. I think there have been times, especially starting out, where I told some very risky, dicey premises. Um, and at open mics or whatever that I stopped you know that probably were not good like not appropriate either but I think that's uh, important and good like I I, you know obviously people are gonna say problematic things in open mics and we shouldn't be like yay but I do believe in like you gotta throw shit to the you know and that depends on your heart too and like the type of person you are because like maybe what is like for me feels a little dicey to say is probably very different for someone else what's a little dicey to say but I feel like there is importance because even if I said something kind of risky and it's like I don't still tell that joke I think there's importance to throwing shit against a wall and trying something that's not gonna work I think that makes you a better comedian um I mean starting comedy I guess was kind of a risk uh I kind of fell into it here I would say changing styles I think too something I've started doing more recently and I think coming having open it's not really risky but like hosting open mics too I've started just talking about off the cuff more like about something that happened to me recently and then trying to weave jokes from that and that feels risky because I'm not used to it Mm -hmm. but I'm it's becoming like fun and like I think a good a good skill to keep doing those were always my favorite times to host Noni's was when something happened that day that I could write jokes about because it didn't feel like I felt like sometimes it was riskier to just do my material that no one was going to laugh at. So it was like, yeah, at least they'll if it doesn't work, then it's new. Like it yeah. just happened. So like whatever. And I don't have to do it again, as opposed to trying out a joke that I was like, oh, this will be good and funny. And then it doesn't work where it's like, oh, it's worked two other times. I don't want to ruin it. So I guess that's kind of a risk. I'm risk averse in that way. Oh, Um, I just, I thought of one. Okay. Every time, and this has happened to me, and if you're, if you are a booker listening to this, turn it off. Don't listen anymore. Anytime someone has asked me if I have like an amount of time I did not have, and I said yes and did the time, (laughs) like the first time I ever performed at the Earl, he was like, I'd never done 20 before, I don't think. And he was like, and you're good to do 20. And I went, absolutely. And then I went into the bathroom and had diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) 
and that is the worst bathroom to have diarrhea in. And I seem to have diarrhea in it every time I go. It is like you can hear like <laughs> people outside can hear me definitely blowing ass. The Earl has like a cur- like a shower curtain style bathroom. Yeah, it is tough. And that oh, was like, buddy. Well, at the time, I mean, a, bi- a big deal to get asked to do the show to a two two shows, two hundred people at each show. Like, and I was like, mm-hmm, yes, I can do twenty. Like, but I think, and then that's happened to me like many times. Like at any time I have done a bigger amount of time, I have just lied and said I could do it. Tomorrow, I haven't can you gone do out of my way. A clean thirty, absolutely. That's right. <laughs> I haven't gone out of my way to m- email someone and be like, I have an hour. But if someone asked me, could you do an hour? I'd be like, mm-hmm. You could. I could exactly. I could. I always could. I think um, if you have a solid twenty, you can do thirty. If you have a solid forty, you can do an hour. One thousand percent. So that's probably the riskiest thing I've ever done is any time I have <laughs> lied about the amount of time I could do. And did it pay off? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the only way. That's the only have some confidence. I feel like that's the only way you can you get that is by doing it. You know, I think that's a great risk to take because it is like. Usually when people ask are asking you that it's a one off. It's like you're you're going to have to drive OTP or wherever and they're it's a it's a monthly show or so it's not like you're going to be asked back you're going to get paid if you do good they might have you in a year and if you don't do good then you don't ever have to think about it again but the one i'm thinking about is that charity that you and i both did and we're out in the fucking parking lot going we don't have clean material about animals (laughs) yeah that was very silly um but that was great and that guy messaged me too specifically and said hey do you have Oh, because I, I recommended think- you for a clean show. He said, I didn't think you had clean. Do you have clean 15? And I was like, clean 15? Try clean 40. Put me in, coach. They call me clean 15. And it went great. <laughs> it did go really good. And since then, I have more clean. I have the my cat, my rabies joke, and that's all clean. So the I'm rabies, like, the boyfriend being poor, that was new. That's clean. Then. Yeah. Clean as hell. Oh, yeah, that is new. Um. Lots I do wish I could stuff. be there listening to all your your new jokes because oh me too I watch them on I watch them on Instagram but I'll send you some um I guess oh we have ten minutes left on this call uh, what's uh, your biggest risk I I mean I've moved a couple times uh and the other two times I moved they did not feel risky mm. like I moved from uh I moved I've had I've done comedy in a bunch of places so I feel like. I've done it in Raleigh. I moved there. That was a little risky because I didn't have any money. And then I moved to Orlando and that was probably risky because there's not a comedy scene there. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, at the time, sorry, sorry, Orlando. Sorry. Um, and then I moved to Chicago and that just felt like, you know, my my extended family lived there. We got like an apartment that was really cheap in a safe neighborhood. Chris was with me, you know, like that never felt like a risk. And then we moved to Atlanta, which felt like the opposite of a risk where it was like, oh, I already know people here. It's close to home, whatever. I would say moving to L.A. is probably the biggest risk I took. And it's not paying off. <laughs> yes. But not You've yet. You've only been there. How long have you been there? Uh, I got here on May 3rd. So May- a month, six weeks. I would say for how long you have been there, it is paying off. And I will because I did post this when I first moved here. It was like a little like inspirational thing that was like remember when you wanted the things you have now I liked that and I was like I'm gonna try to like keep that in mind 
because like I wanted to be here now I am here you know what I mean like a thousand percent uh, and one of the things you know speaking of the Tamar Rubin method of everything works out is uh that I was like I need headshots because you did tell me to get headshots before I moved however I was not able to do it (laughs) You were busy. I was very busy. Um, and I would have loved to use your guy. He's really talented. Um, Robert Wolfgang. Check him out. Robert incredible. Wolfgang. If you were in Atlanta, an incredible photographer. Like, I'm jealous of everybody who I see getting his headshots. Not to say Lola Scott does not do great work. She's amazing, I know too. she's, like, overbooked. So if you can't get in with her, like, Robert, like, every picture I see is great. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, and so I was, like, in my head, I was, like, oh, Carmen used to do headshots maybe she can just take my picture. Like, that's literally all I thought. And then she was like, hey, do you want to go get your picture made uh, by the guy who does the... Stop I know. it. <laughs> Stop I, that. I hate that phrase so much, and I'm integrating it. Um, By the guy who does all the comedy store photos. And I was just like, oh, yeah. Like, that is what I wanted, even though I was having a panic attack the day it was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, so the of things course. that you want, you get... Even if it they don't happen out. the way. Yeah. So things are working out. Everything's great. I got a little part-time job today. Um, I will say one risk I want to take, and I'm going to do a bit for you, for our audience. Yes. Um, so this is a, I wanted, okay. I want to, this is the bit I want to try and I haven't <laughs> tried yet. Okay. And it's so bad. Okay. Get ready. Uh, ready. So I want to be like, I don't know how to figure out this whole algorithm thing. Like people love crowd work. <laughs> I I'm, bad at, I'm bad at crowd work. <laughs> And I'm not bad at crowd work. I can do it. I choose not to. Uh, I'm bad at crowd work. I'm bad at um, impressions. So I figured, why not put them together and just get really good at them really quick? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna do I'm gonna do crowd work as um, a couple characters. Uh, this first one's um, Al Pacino. <laughs> and can you do the crowd work with me tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. I okay. already love this. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh... What do you do? <laughs> Um, I work in marketing. Who cares? <laughs> okay, this next crowd work. Uh, that's all. That's all I got for him. Uh, this next crowd work is um Marge Simpson. Okay. Uh, what? What's your name? What, on, I gotta get it right. I can't do it on stage if I can't do it. Uh, what do you do? Um, I work in advertising. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Is that funny? I, yes, I think that's very silly funny. I think you could find a lot of fun stuff with that. Okay. And then I feel like you could always call back to it later. Exactly. Who cares? Who I cares? like that they all say who cares. Yeah, because who cares? Like it's crowd work. Who cares? Yeah. It's just a plot. Oh, that's my great. Special little guy. Oh, who cares? <laughs> oh, my special little guy. My special little guy. That's good. Katie, I think that's so silly and fun. I love that. Okay. I'm going to try you it. said. As soon as you said, why not combine the two? I thought, God damn it. Why didn't I think of this? Who cares? Because now you just have a vehicle for so many silly little impressions. Yeah. So if I have any other voices I could do. But I feel like those two are like the stupidest. Like, why would Al Pacino be doing crowd work? So that's the risk I'm going to take next is doing Yay. that dumb little bit. That's a good risk to take. <laughs> I- <laughs> Rotisserie chicken style. Rotisserie chicken style. Juju that beat. Um, should I say a risk? I don't know what risk. I have a couple options of risks to take in the future, but we're okay. not going to speak on that right now. Oh, yeah. We need to talk off. Yeah. I mean, after this Zoom is over, I'm going to get back on it so we can finish on. the show. 
and then we'll stay on it even Perfect. though we say goodbye to the freaks thank you sorry guys a little behind the scenes sign up if you want to hear katie and i's conversations every week when we're not recording the podcast sign make our patreon and then sign up for it and you guys just get to tap into our cell phones that's right or option two get a job at the nsa oh, oh. or get a job at nasa get a Go job at moon. nasa Go to the moon, okay. spy on us from there. Ooh, scary. <laughs> Your eyes look silly like that. I thought so too. I'm scared. Ooh. This is my, okay. these are my new headshots. <laughs> I cannot wait to see your headshots, by the way. Very excited. I'm excited too. All right. Here is our next question, which is kind of, I feel like the opposite of that. Or, okay. And I don't know, you might, you know, we probably don't have, I'm, you know, we might not, you might have answered this. What is your biggest regret in comedy? starting this podcast no this is one of the joys of my life this is yay one, one of the few things i look forward to every week um thank god regrets regrets um i feel like i regret well here's the thing i'm not uh, i'm not like a, a a regrets person agree because it's really hard to like focus on just one thing that went wrong <laughs> Uh, but I feel like, cause if I was going to say, oh, I wish I'd moved to LA sooner then I wouldn't have started this podcast and I might not know you. So 100%. that's not a regret. Um, uh, comedy regrets. I mean, I guess I wish I was more every day. I, every day I lament, I have a comedy lament. Okay. That counts. That I'm not more passionate about my own personal social media. <sighs> that's I understand, but no one is passionate about their own personal social media. Right. I think, I mean, maybe people are. I understand that. I mean, it's something to invest time in. You can only invest so much time in so many things. Right. Yeah. There's only so many hours in the day. And like, like, even if you have the videos, they're captioned, all that stuff. It's like, I don't know, just keeping up with all of it, putting it on all the different platforms. It feels like it feels very overwhelming. So like that's something that's hard to regret is like your personality that doesn't like do like what am yeah. I going to regret? I wasn't born Matt Reif. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do it a lot. And also, like, I feel like in 10 years it won't or even in five years, it won't be what it is for comedy. Yeah, I feel like it's not good for comedy. I just think use it as a way to get people to even if even if you have less than 10k followers it's like okay but if 30 of those people interact with you enough that you are the first story that pops up and when they see where you're performing they go to that or download your album like that's what I mean that's great oh is that how stories works I think if you're interacting with an account a lot that comes up I don't know for sure huh but I think if you're interacting with an account a lot it'll show you that account so what if it's the opposite? Like, what if, like, okay, say you comment on my social. <laughs> Wait, that's confusing to me. And maybe I'm stupid. So, like, if, so you, like, if you comment on Katie Hughes's Instagram, Katie Hughes's IG will come up for you. But will Tamar Rubin's IG come up for me because you interacted with me? I don't know. I do not know about that. But I, mean, I know you're usually first in my stories anyway. But it's you're first in my stories too. But that's because I reply to all your stories and watch all your stuff. And oh. I'm sure that's why because they show you the people you I interact with you a lot, so they know I'm interested in your content. 
you ever been going through stories and then they stop and it takes you back to your feed and you go there are more stories why does it do that (laughs) um they're like you you're not interested in what this is just yeah we we know you you're done um Um, do you want to log off and log back on yeah i have to pee too so i'm gonna do your regrets okay i'll consider it bye okay we're back with tamar's regrets um i actually did think of something okay i was in the bathroom and i was like i don't really think i uh have any regrets yet but i did i did think of something i think and again i'm the same way where it's like i don't really have regrets because things always work out for me but also it's like things happen how they happen and if they didn't happen like that who knows what would be different right now that you would not want Mm -hmm. so I'm happy with where I'm at with comedy and I'm happy with where I'm at in my life right now so maybe this isn't necessarily a regret and more so a question of like "Hmm, how could have that could it have been different how could have that been different I would say when I I moved to Atlanta did a new one person and had never been here before and shortly after i and i like really made a big community here of like people from i did improv when i moved here and i made a lot of really amazing friends doing improv and like had a good little group a good community and then i would say when i really started doing stand-up and got bit by the bug like that and I honestly, it's hard to imagine a life not doing this, but like I kind of just dropped everything else and like only did stand up and like only hung out with only like busy every single night doing mics and stuff. And, you know, maybe that's how it had to happen. And I think now I'm at the point where I'm like, I have, I'm starting to have more balance. Like I wasn't anxious about being gone for the weekend to go to my friend from college's bachelorette party where I think I would have been anxious being gone and not doing any stand-up for a weekend like six months ago yeah but I think maybe a regret or something is like there's like a couple people in my life who I was really close to who we just didn't see each other anymore because I was doing different things than them and I wasn't like making an effort to see them because I was just doing stand-up I have one friend in particular, Anna, who's amazing and we're close and we're friends, but we were like best friends and like there's no tension or anything, but I'm like, huh, I wonder how I could have since I since I stopped doing improv, so I wasn't seeing her automatically three times a week. What could I have done to still maintain more of a friendship like we had before? Mm. And I would say that was all because I kind of dropped every I got, you know, I'm obsessed with was obsessed with doing stand up. Yeah, everybody was like, also, Tamar, can you take over my show? <laughs> and then yeah. how else would you have time to do anything? Yeah. And I really was that, you know, am and was that busy. Of like, I was like, there are, I have no nights. Yeah. And I don't feel like I'm in the place to, I feel like I need to say yes to everything, which I think was good. I did. Yeah, I agree. I also think, and not to like shit on improv, but I think like when you're maybe like meant to be a stand up, like improvs are really good tool in your tool belt Mm -hmm. and it's something that you can always go back to and have fun or whatever but like honestly I know that you're a businesswoman and there is no money in improv I know unless you're teaching it 
like there's money in stand up almost immediately if you have 10 minutes of jokes you can make yeah. a little money if you have 10 minutes of improv 1000% uh, I love improv I would definitely call improv my first love but like what I love about stand up is like the ability to so much see your progress and the control you have over it yes. and yeah that you can that you can make a living off of it um yeah that one I'd say would be my I maybe not regret but like how I don't know because again if I who knows where I would be right now if I hadn't have hit the ground running as much as I did and dropped everything else maybe I needed to do that because I really was everywhere at once and I think being in front of everyone's faces helped me a lot I yeah I think so also you like you had those skills that you had honed from acting and improv and being like just a generally like funny charismatic person where it's like Thank oh you. you're already good at this and people go ha like I mean same reaction I had I'm sure where it's like is this your first time it can't be no <laughs> thank you very much and then I just go home and kill myself because it was your first time and <laughs> <laughs> it was her first time but I think like, uh, yeah, like holding on to relationships like that, that maybe I like was, again, I don't feel like I dropped, like I don't, she's not mad at me or anything. Cause at the end of the day, it's two people. And if someone wants to make like, you know, if people want to make an effort to make time, it's up to both people. But for me personally, I'm like, I wish I had, I wish I had given myself more like you can take in the, you can take a night off. You don't have to be such a fucking mic rat, like hit the mics every single night if you must, but take a night off and go do something else with other people that have nothing to do with stand up comedy. But I think it's also kind of like the idea of like, uh, like, let's say working out or being on like a, you know, a diet or something like that, where it's like you need a regimen. And if you give yourself a cheat day too early, then they'll all become cheat days. So true. That's great. And so I feel like, I feel like that is what you have to do. Cause like I did that too, where it was like, I'm out every night mm -hmm. I'm going out and I'm even trying to do that here where it's like, I'm going to show, I'm going to shows that I'm not on. Good girl. Good girl, Katie. Who am I? Name redacted. You? Name <laughs> redacted. <laughs> yeah. Everybody I guess thought right. of somebody when I said, who am I? And of that's course. exactly who I meant. I thought Jean Valjean. <laughs> sorry not sorry like Jean Valjean I think you're right maybe th that is just a sacrifice that you need to take you need to make and unless um, unless they were like also making an effort and then you were like obviously blowing them off like your yeah. your whereabouts are known and <laughs> they could come dangerously hang out with so <laughs> yeah they could come <laughs> hang with you at Noni's or Limerick or wherever you are the skull like I feel like it's yeah definitely a two-way street and you have to be a friend to have a friend that's right and you know what i'll say i have and i love that person and i am now trying to like bring more people like that like when i went on this bachelorette trip i was like these are friendships that have nothing to do with stand-up that i really value and like it's important to keep those in my life um, yeah and i can still do that uh, but I have never regretted, even though people say, don't do things too soon. Don't take things too soon. I have never regretted any single thing I took before I was ready because everything worked out. Hell yeah. I think that's a good thing to think about when we're talking later off the mic, because I oh feel like that's God. I feel like that's very true. And uh, I feel like there is one time like. 
it was so long. I hadn't been doing comedy very long. And like, I got invited to do something in Atlanta and it snowed in North Carolina. And my mom like would not let me go. And I thought it would be like the regret of my life that I missed it. And it was like, it didn't matter. It's never going to matter. There's always shows. Yeah. There's always things. Um. Okay. Here's one. Do you want a comedy one or a not comedy one? Um. Let's do, let's do two more and we'll do one of each, I guess. Okay. Okay. Worst advice you ever got. That could be about anything. Be yourself. <laughs> what does it mean to be yourself? You're a different person with every single person out there. Do you know That's what I mean? So like true. you're a different That's person so at true. work. I'm not going to be a freak at work. If That's they, such a cop yeah. out. So, you're yeah. so right. That's what I think. That's so general. Be yourself. Just be yourself. What if myself sucks? <laughs> what if I suck what myself? If- what if myself is <laughs> wait what what if... if you suck yourself then you definitely should be yourself <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my only regret is not talking more to the guy who stood behind me at that show <laughs> i think god what is the worst advice i've ever got sometimes i get advice and i just like in my i i, I sometimes i receive advice the same way i received critique doing theater growing up but it was like, even if you don't agree with the critique, you just nod your head and you know, you know, in your mind, if they're like tomorrow, you were late for your entrance and you know, you weren't late. It was Stephanie who was late. You don't need to correct. You just take it, nod your head, take it. But you know, you weren't late. And I do that a lot with advice. I think sometimes maybe the worst advice I've ever gotten. When people think things are like a because things have always been this way they'll always like when people give you advice less based on the present and more on how something was five years ago Mm. yeah like that'd be like somebody being like you should really focus on your myspace page yeah like that (laughs) yeah it worked for dane cook yeah or like oh you yeah exactly something that's like well that doesn't really matter to me also, sometimes someone told one time someone told me there is such a thing as a free lunch, and that is not true. There is no such thing as a there free is lunch. no such thing as a free lunch. I so, agree with that. Yeah, thank you. So do I. All right. Everyone wants something for their efforts and services and time. So don't don't be if, fooled into thinking otherwise. If there is someone that you have no friendship or something with, and they are doing you a favor, like yeah, something is you have to fuck them. Um, right, Katie. Yes. If they ask you to go to coffee, you must fuck them at the coffee shop. <laughs> oh, okay. I I wanted to know what your answer to this was. This is a comedy question. Okay. And then we'll we'll end on this question. Okay. And then guys, everyone there was a lot of questions. Someone said they were mad. We've never answered their question. And I still did not pick their question. So don't worry, <laughs> we will do more. <laughs> you just gotta come you just gotta do a little better, I guess, freaks. But we well, will are do they more the questions. one asking us to name all of the dicks we've sucked? Name all your exes. I think that's funny. I think we should. Okay. <laughs> if if you could pick, I just name your dad and I name Cody yeah, Hughes. I'm, na- I'm um, naming the dicks. I'm like, this one's named Jean Valjean. <laughs> Because he's holding a piece of bread. <laughs> <laughs> if you could handpick your ideal audience, who slash what types of people would you include and why? That's a fun question. That's a good question. Um, I would say the best audience overall that I've ever had was Mateo Lane's audience. Okay, continue. 
Uh, okay, I have, a, I have a follow up to that. So, like at the in Atlanta, Mateo Lane's audience was number one. Like it was all gay men. Yes, uh, that is what I was gonna say. Gay, gay men. men. <laughs> gay men is the audience that I would like because they are they like pop culture. Mm-hmm. They're typically educated. They don't hate women. That's a big one. They think women are funny. Um, and uh, I feel like a lot of like the reference points are similar and also like they're they're willing to like watch a performance. Oh, no, you froze. Oh, no, she froze. Oh, she froze. <laughs> we. Can you see me? I can see you. Oh, You're a little herky jerky. Oh. Uh, we were talking about the best audiences, and I guess we'll have to wrap it up quickly, um, so you don't have to use your hotspot yeah. for too long. And then I'm going to call you on the telephone. Um, Perfect. So yeah, I was saying Mateo Lane's audience love a gay audience, um, and then the other audience, uh, just in general, and I'm sure other people have said this is Maria Bamford's audience is the best. That makes sense very kind people what about you my ideal audience would be a lot of gay men i love performing for gay men they are honestly the best audiences they just kind of fucking get it but they don't just give it up for anything um but they're great laughers they just love i don't know i connect <laughs> they we connect yeah. um so an audience will gay men and then they're jewish female friends their jewish best friends that they bring um i feel like when i performed for i opened for rob anderson and it was just all 200 gay men barely any women and i did a lot of jokes i wasn't gonna do that many jewish jokes because i was like it's not really gonna hit but i told two like one and it hit so hard that i just told all of them and they hit so hard but i asked if anyone was jewish and no one was jewish and i was like god that's so interesting but then afterwards, a ton of them came up to me, a ton of the audience, and they were just like, oh, my God, my best friend, she's Jewish. And I was like, oh, of course. Oh, of so course you're like all these men have Jew- <laughs> Jewish best female friends. There's of no course. such thing as an original experience. Um, so they're like, oh, she's then, like my best friend, but on stage. Literally. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really sweet. And then also so like and then their friends and then also like the freaks that go to star bar most of the time like yeah. n- not too trendy but like a little a little looking like me my hair but like just kind of a little freak vibe you know what I mean yeah a hundred percent like people who wouldn't necessarily be caught dead at a comedy club because they're like oh that's hacky but then you could do the same material yeah. at star bar as you would do at a club and they're like we love mm-hmm. this and it's just like like yeah. Gen Z for sure. I I love performing for Gen Z because they just um they just get certain things. Mm. Um, hell yeah! Cool. I'll perform for anyone. Old, oh, young, Gen Z, the Boomers, the Greatest Generation. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of the Greatest Generation at my shows, but if you guys can stay up past five p.m., come on out. Have your grandchildren wheel you to my fucking show. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, let's let's call it there. It's been a lovely episode. I think this is a really good one. This uh, has been great. 
And I'm going to call you on the real telephone. But Freaks, we love you. Freaks, anything you need to plug? Uh, all right, let's see. So today is the 16th, and I'm going to put this out next Friday. So next Friday, come see me at the Glendale Room in Glendale, California, at the flagship show. Uh, Monday, 626, Blind Barber, Culver City. And the 27th, <laughs> it's a show. I don't know where it is. TBD. What about you? Okay, that was great. Y'all, we have Cobra Comedy. I am going to plug right now the next two we have coming up this month, okay? June 25th. Come, The last two have been literally so much fucking fun. It feels like a party. Our lineups are incredible. Please come by. You can get your tickets online. The ticket link is in my bio. Um, It's at, if you are in Atlanta or anywhere in the Southeast, come by. It'll be really fun. June 25th. And then I'm going to plug the August one because the August one is pretty cool. We actually have... um a group of people from rhyme zone comedy coming. They're like an offshoot of helium and they're coming and they are filming the entire show. Um, so it's going to be like a very fun event. So we really want to pack that out. So it's going to be August 20th. So put that in your calendar now. Why don't you definitely um, go to that? You so come August 20th good. and June. Yes. And there's one in July too, but put the August one in your calendar. The July one will be great too. Cause it's my birthday. The birthday show. But yeah. Yes. Come. And speaking of Rhizome, go to that taping. But also, I forgot, pre-order my new album, which is on Rhizome. And it's called Double Feature. And if you pre-order it, you just click the link. You can see the album art. I'm going to post it next Thursday for everybody to see. So hopefully that'll push it. But it comes out on the 30th. But we all know you got to pre-order an album. So it shows up on the charts for at least one day. And that way I can say both of my albums debuted at number one. Please make that happen. If you oh. need $10 to buy the album, I'll buy it for you. Uh, we would you just love <laughs> You guys, they they can use their 10 Guys, you can use your. This is free. You can use your 10 that's true that'll be our patreon for this month you just buy my album and then in august that our patreon's gonna be you go to tomorrow's show and you buy a ticket um so until you set us Thank up a you. patreon we're gonna have to make up these own patreons okay <laughs> sorry guys these are the levels you're for you're for our hands <laughs> um all right well the hot spot is getting cooler by the moment <laughs> uh we'll see you soon freaky deekies See you soon, freaks. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. What you say? What that mean? I don't know. Top shelf, bitch. I'm on the kind of raw. Baby, you know. Fire, make your niggas stop and roll. That booty, ooh, she jiggle like a jelly ball. Chocolate, I'm looking at a ball. Running through the money, bitch. I feel incredible. Invite me to your party, but I never go. I'm in too far with that.